I'm Stina. I'm Danielle. We want to focus on uh, television and movies in particular. Yes. Disclaimer that we are in no way film experts. A deep, like, dive. Be quiet. Whoa. I'm yelling. Back me up on this one. (laughs) Hey, you're listening to Two Girls Watch TV. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Two Girls Watch TV. I'm Danielle. I'm Stina. Christina, how tired are you right now? I'm fighting through it. It's like, you know when you're so tired but you have to have energy that you kind of just sound like you're passively, aggressively yelling at everyone? (laughs) No, I don't know that at all. Oh, you don't? No, I don't. Oh, it's happening right now. (laughs) You got (laughs) to give them the old razzle-dazzle. Even if you don't have any razzle to dazzle. That's it. I don't have any dazzle to razzle or razzle to dazzle. I'm razzle dazzled out. (laughs) Fresh out of that. We're recording this, just so you guys know, on a Thursday night. It's coming out tomorrow, so I plan on uploading this as soon as we're done. Thursday night, nine, it just turned nine, 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 9.20 p.m., after a full, a big full fat day of work. It, it's been a week. Chrissy and I were just on the phone for 40 minutes talking about how it's just been an absolute week. And, you know, to our credit, we had more energy when we had that conversation. So we probably <laughs> should have recorded the podcast first and then complained to each other. No, the, the complaints always come first. Oh, okay. All right. Got to gotta air out the... Uh, the grievances. The yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness well, well our energy will never I don't think my energy will ever match the movie we're going to talk about today what are we talking about today Christina in the heights it is right yes I watched <laughs> you're like movie. wait did I do the wrong movie did I write the wrong notes my heart yes we are doing in the heights this is a recent release on HBO Max sorry I stole your thunder it is okay, a theaters what it's also in theaters it is also in theaters it is a musical movie love a musical movie we have i don't think we've ever really had the chance to say that before that you can watch this in theaters you can yes the world is healing i know it's crazy there's no awards yet right danielle no nominations dot 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 yet oh it just came out like yesterday it came out last Thursday. So it came out a week ago. It came about a week ago. Wait, ah. <laughs> Guess who has to edit now? I'm not editing that. They're going to come for us. Oh, please. Let them come. Oh, you better take me alive. <laughs> okay. The story of Usnavi, a man whose family is from DR traveled here to America while he has strong desires to revisit and reclaim the land where his deceased parents are from. He remembers all the wonderful people in his community in Washington Heights. He is conflicted about his feelings, his roots, I'm sorry, his feelings for his roots and his feelings for his future here in America in Washington Heights. 
So, as Christina said, our main character is Usnavi, played by Anthony Ramos. He is the owner of a cornerstone... Cornerstone. I even wrote cornerstone. Cornerstone (laughs) bodega. That is the cornerstone of the community. Um, He provides the neighborhood with coffee and Coca-Cola. His best friend is Benny, played by Corey Hawkins, who I was... I kept trying to place him. I saw the commercials. I'm like, where do I know this guy from? He played Dr. Dre in Straight Outta Compton. Yes. Yes, he did. That was it. Uh, Benny works at Rosario Car Service, which is owned by Kevin Rosario, played by Jimmy Smits. Uh, Benny has a thing with the boss's daughter, Nina, played by Leslie Grace. She's a Stanford University student who is struggling to fit in at school. Um, Usnavi has a major crush on Vanessa, played by uh, Melissa Barrera. Vanessa works at the local salon, but dreams of being a fashion designer and leaving Washington Washington Heights. Um, Usnavi works with his cousin Sonny, played by Gregory Diaz IV, right? Yes. When when an I comes before... Okay, it's I-V, so the I comes before the V... So that makes me that makes it four. Yes. Four. Okay. Gregory Diaz the fourth, who is a teenage boy who dreams of going to college. And last but not least, we have Abuela Claudia, played by Olga Marides. Uh, she is the neighborhood grandma who takes everyone in and is there for when for them whenever they need her. So throughout the movie there's a countdown. And it finally counts down to a blackout. Of course, the blackout happens just as Usnavi is getting his chance with Vanessa, and it backfires on him big time when he leaves her to dance with a bunch of guys and then also leaves her behind at a club. Also, the tone of the movie changes very drastically after this blackout because this is when Abuela Claudia eventually, uh, eventually, unfortunately, passes away during the blackout from a heart issue and overheating. Uh, the salon that uh, Vanessa works in moves. Usnavi moves forward with closing down the store and moving to the Dominican Republic. And Sonny realizes that his dreams of going to college are far out of reach since his father is not a U.S. citizen, so he is not a U.S. citizen. Um, as Usnavi is packing up to leave and packing up the apartment, he finds the unclaimed lottery ticket unclaimed winning lottery ticket that we see Abuela buying in the beginning of the movie. He uses the ticket to set up a fund for Sonny to help him gain his citizenship. Uh, Nina realizes that she will go back to Stanford and work to be an immigration lawyer. Um, Usnavi got Vanessa's boss to co-sign her lease for her apartment, but since she's been, but since she's left Washington Heights, she hasn't been inspired to make any clothing. She finally has a bottle of champagne with Usnavi, but she they have some words together, and then she finds inspiration, which I'm, I don't. So I started reading your notes, Christina. So that's why I like kind of filled in the blanks because I can tell you could tell. I can tell. This is why I always read your notes beforehand. I only read that part of your notes because I just want to see where I need to cut off and where I need to fill in. Well, this was hard because there were so many other, like, endings that were happening while the main climax was happening. Yeah. So after seeing what Vanessa had done with uh, within Usnavi's bodega, along with the art that Usnavi's father's 
wait, let me see. I don't know if I wrote this correctly. Along with the art of Usnavi's father's beach, right, from the DR. Let's explain that a little bit more. So Vanessa gets inspired by uh, their friend who does, like, street art. Graffiti. What? Graffiti Pete. Graffiti Pete, yes. His drop cloths are all like paint splattered. So from there, she feels inspired to make clothing, which is something that she hadn't felt inspired for a while. And she concocts this idea to go to the bodega that's now cleared out with Graffiti Pete and Sunny, I want to say, to give Usnavi like one last goodbye to Washington Heights. And because she needed drop cloth after drop cloth, graffiti pete had to paint so that he had dirty cloths to give her to make the well not dirty but like covered in paint yeah so he painted usnavi's father's beach from the dr which is the land that usnavi bought as the backdrop in the bodega yeah so usnavi is overwhelmed by the realization that he needs to stay in America, abandon his plane ticket to the DR, and take care of what he has in Washington Heights. We flash forward to the children sitting, listening to him tell the story. All of them listened, but now they wanna go play outside because they don't wanna hear him talk anymore, including his daughter, who he says, you are it, also wants to go play outside. Her name is Iris. And then we get this big reveal that the background, they're now in the bodega and the background of the graffiti from Graffiti Pete is what we see. And they tricked us. They, they were never on the beach. They, they got me. When she's, I feel like not at the end, but she said daddy early on. I'm like, oh, that's who's Navi's kid. It, and I still was like, but how are they in the Dominican Republic? What's going on here? And then, yeah, they, they tricked us. They got me good. They got you. Got you. So then Usnavi's daughter asks her mother, who is, of course, Vanessa, if she can go play outside. She says yes, and then everyone dances in the raining fire hydrants outside in Washington Heights. (laughs) I felt the need to say it over and over again because they said Washington Heights so many times in the trailer and in the beginning. So I was like, I'm going to say it as many times as I can in the first part of our podcast. Take a shot every time you hear the word Washington Heights while watching in the Heights. Oh, you're probably seven shots deep at this point. So what was the IMDb rating? IMDb gave it a 7.8 out of 10. On Metacritic, the Metascore was an 84 and the user score was a 7.0. So the critics gave this a 96% and the audience gave it a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. So high rated movie. I wonder if it's changed since I checked this on like Tuesday, now that more people are watching it. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, because we're we're uh, getting only early reviews. What a concept. <laughs> so do you want to go first or should I? I'll go first. So this is a four and a half out of five star review. Mine's short. 
It was uplifting, emotional, and a great story of love, loss, and renewal of spirit. The singing and dancing were spectacular. It made it makes you feel afterwards. For me, it could have could have used closed captionings to clear it. Oh, wow, it could for me it could have had closed captionings for clarity of rap dialogue. I don't know why that was such a struggle. That's okay. Put on subtitles. So, well, maybe this person watched it in the movie theater. Oh. For me personally. (laughs) You can't do that. You can't do that. (laughs) Stop the movie. I need some closed captionings here. For me, I watched this at my parents' house, um... On, with them and my parents have a large flat screen television but this thing is a dinosaur like it is like an early flat screen tv and i'm surprised that they're able to get like hbo max and netflix on it honestly but my my dad loves this tv this is a floor model i remember i went with him with to pc richard and sons to buy this television and that's what a statement. <laughs> I went to PC Richard and Son. Yeah. Like, I remember he picked me up after school. He's like, come on, Danielle, we're going to get a TV. I was like, Dad, I like that one. He's like, oh, sir, they only have the floor model. He's like, well, sell me the floor model. He's like, all right, Danielle, go get the twine from the back. Because my dad, he, dads just have twine in the back of their truck at all times. So <laughs> we, like, tied it up and we brought it home and it's mounted on the the living room uh, corner and it's it'll be there until the day i die probably oh um, my God. but anyway the, the reason i'm telling you all of this is because i tried to put on the closed captionings but the closed captionings were so tiny on this television because it is so old i could not see it and as i was telling christina i'm having eye issues and that's kind of when i first noticed hey i have some eye issues because i can't see the goddamn <laughs> closed captions Usually, if you can't see, that's a surefire sign you're going to have eye issues. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was so bad. Anyway, I had them on, but really, I didn't need them on because I wasn't reading them because I couldn't see them. They were there for support. Thank you. But I that was the moment I wished that I was here at my apartment watching it so I could actually see the closed captionings because I agree we talked about this like with Hamilton and I've talked about this with a lot of things. I love having closed captionings on because I just feel like I can process the words better. I don't know why. And with the big musical numbers, I felt like I needed some lyrics to read. Mm, I feel that. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So there's two, I have two here, but I'm only going to read the second one. I was like, I don't know which one. I pick, they're both five out of 10. And I'm not saying that I agree with the review. In fact, I chose this review because of the title. Oh gosh, I'm ready. That's it. Okay. Five out of 10. It's from June 13th, 2021. It's three words. I'm violently neutral. (laughs) Okay. I've like, that's like jumbo shrimp. Like what an oxymoron, (laughs) violently neutral. How can you be so passionately in the middle (laughs) about anything? That's crazy. That's such a crazy thing to me. Could you imagine 
that's like you have you have the the people on the right hating alt left. You have the people on the left hating alt right, and that I, there's an alt middle. Like that's not a thing, right? So I heard this. I I didn't hear it. I read it, and I was like, this is going to be the most ridiculous thing. And was it? Well, we'll find out. <laughs> this movie has a great setting, some great acting, and some great dance numbers. So why did it feel empty to me? Hey, I don't know. Did you have a childhood? Did you like the theater? Yeah. Like, why are you empty? Are you Were you made hollow? Do, I don't understand. Do you not have a dream? Everyone has a dream. I have so much to say about this so far. I read one sentence. I was really looking forward to this movie since I'm a musical lover. Ah, you sure? <laughs> <laughs> the sass. <laughs> but aside from one of two songs, I don't remember anything from this movie. Anthony Ramos turns in a good performance, but this movie just doesn't have anything lasting for me. Also, it did not need to be that long of a film. Hey, it's a musical, not a movie. <laughs> I mean, Book of Mormon is like two hours and 45 minutes. You have Les Mis, which is like three and a half hours long. It's a very long one. There's another one that's like super long. I can't think of it. I, I think the only short one that I can think of off the top of my head is Chicago. That's under two hours. Most musicals are over two hours. That's why there's an intermission. Right, because you could sit your ass down for 120 minutes. So that's why they have an intermission. So you can go to the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. So it did not need to be that long of a film. Again, not a film. It's really a musical. I would say wait for this movie to go on streaming or see it during a matinee. Now, what's the difference? Hey, what's the difference if you see it during a matinee or at night? Still going to be the same amount of time. Um, you, that's going to seem longer. It's going to be nighttime by the time you get out. No, I guess he's saying, like, if you see it at night, you may fall asleep. I think that that's what he's trying to say. Because it's a longer movie. But, I mean, I, also this person does not know that it is available on streaming service because it was released on HBO Max. Correct. Yeah. Um, I want. I really wanted to like this movie, but I'm sorry no dice <laughs> oh i'm sorry <laughs> oh my gosh i would also like to say about intermissions when we were talking about that just two a minute and a half ago um uh, so i went to go see oh hello on broadway oh hello that was probably like two hours or maybe maybe shorter than that Maybe, maybe, I don't know, I forget how long it was. But that one specifically does not have an intermission because in the middle of it, uh, Nick Kroll, as Gil Faison, pretends to shit his pants because there is no intermission and it is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I did have to, like, get up in the middle of the the like the play to go to the bathroom because I knew that I was gonna pee my pants Nick almost peed his pants while we were there did because hey you expected intermission nothing not that there's anything wrong with it but you know I mean they they made it funny they made it funny 
the the no intermission thing but it was it was long i i i was bursting i just while we're on the topic of this now every time dave and i grab pizza um like we had to go we were in hoboken last weekend for something and we were rushing around no it's it's okay i don't get a call i don't get a call or anything it was pre-cana no, that's fine. It's not like I live there. Don't get a call. No, Hoboken, you're in Jersey City. Like that's not an hour, not even an hour, a <laughs> mile away. That's it. It's an intermission away. <laughs> Seriously. We we didn't have time to stop for a, a full meal because Dave hit traffic to me. So whenever we get pizza now, I'm just like, maybe we could pick up a slice. <laughs> And that's like the opening line, you know, hello, before they go on stage. What so a, we after the show, we just grab a quick slice. <laughs> where did you, What pizza place did you go to in Hoboken? I don't remember. I don't remember. It was you good. You don't call me. You don't remember <laughs> the pizza place. We can't have a pizza conversation about Hoboken pizza. I wish I could I, – I feel like it's a place that you've told me about. But I, I wish I could tell you that we were there from like 3 o'clock and I left at 11 p.m. Oh, gosh. Yes. It was a very long time that we were there. If we weren't recording, I would push you more on the pizza place. But I don't think that's really good podcast material. I'd be like, what did it look like on the inside? With the pizza. <laughs> Who was the guy serving it to you? I'll figure it out. I'll let you know. And I'll tell all of our viewers, all of our 10 listeners, all of our tens of listeners. I'll Bruce, tell them. Bruce is dying to know right now. I know. Bruce is like, guys, I need to know the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I just wanted to tell you that whole story because I said, maybe we should grab a slice. <laughs> <laughs> that was when Dave was like, I feel like you showed me the musical of musicals because I took him to see the Book of Mormon mm-hmm. and then watched Oh Hello on uh, not on Broadway but on Netflix. And Dave was like, I don't know, what if it's not that funny? Because like I saw the funniest thing on Broadway, and that was the first line, and he starts crying like immediately, immediately in tears. It was such a good show. Also, the night that we went, uh, so every night they bring out a celebrity guest to prank them, prank them on their prank show with too much tuna. Um, The night we were there was Paul Rudd. So the Ant-Man himself was there. (laughs) God, I can't, I can't not think about Paul Rudd and not think about, hey, look at us. (laughs) Look at us. Oh my gosh. And when he wheezes. I wheeze. <laughs> oh my god. We have gone off the rails. I know. We'll bring it back. I'm so sorry. Give me your highs for In the Heights. Okay. So I love the music, the costumes, and the acting I thought were phenomenal. I agree. I want to bring up a fun little tidbit here in case you didn't pick up on it. Okay. When, and which I loved. When Nina's father is on the phone with Stanford and he's put on hold the musical score of You'll Be Back from Hamilton is what's playing as the hold music. Really? Oh, I did not pick up on that. 
And uh, so I, I fair use, right? So I can say this for the sake of commenting on this particular thing. So he's on hold and all I hear is da 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 But like, I don't hear that, that wording. I just hear the melody to that. And I'm like, where do I know this from? And I was like, wait a minute. It's the king. Yes. I thought that was really cool. Lin-Manuel um, Miranda, you sneaky bastard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't catch me. I caught it. Um, I just wish, honestly, my low, um, I, I actually wish that the background transition at the end was a little bit smoother mm-hmm. and less obvious that they weren't at the beach. And, like, I honestly feel like it would have been smoother if it was actually on Broadway Mm -hmm. because it probably would have been a screen behind them and then they would have done this cool dance number where they turn it around on wheels and then it's a bodega. But, you know, this isn't the theater. No, this is not the theater. There's that. And then one more thing. Yeah. We never found out what happened to the land he bought in DR. Did I miss this? (laughs) No, it's just kind of there. All right, so that was like a, um, a, a, a loose end, if you will. But that was really it. What about you? So um, I agree the costume design was great. Anthony Ramos did a killer, killer job. Um, and after, like, when I was done with this movie, I felt renewed. Like, it's been a while since a movie, like, just touched me in such a love, like, a lovely, lovely way. And I felt renewed and rejuvenated and uplifted and hopeful. It's been a long time since a movie's done that for me. But this managed to do it, and I love that about it. That's um, because it's the theater. Exactly. It's not just a movie. But it's also, like, like your dream. it's hard to, like, follow your dreams, but just follow them, and it'll it'll... Just, you just got to follow them, basically. But my only low, and mm. this is just like, okay. Christina, you know what 95 degrees feels like in Manhattan. Like, <laughs> we're getting to a blackout. It is hot. Manhattan is humid and sticky and disgusting. It truly, like, it, and then it's also freezing cold in the winter. You get the worst of both seasons. Why on God's green earth was Nina wearing skinny jeans and knitted sweater tops? Granted, the sweater tops were, like, sleeveless, but she was wearing knitted sweater tops and skinny jeans in 95-degree weather with the humidity and we're about to get into a blackout because it's so hot. Is she nuts? Yeah, that's a good point. That's uh, so maybe I, I, you know, I did like all of the costumes, but that's definitely an error in costume. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because when you go out on like a summer day in New York, I remember one time it was July, which is the time period that this is taking place in. And I spent the whole day in New York City and I had like a cotton dress on. I still left that city feeling like, like I had a layer of sweat and grime on my entire body and I needed to go into air conditioning immediately and take a shower because I was disgusting and I was wearing like a sleeveless short dress. I just checked the weather tomorrow because I'm going in the city tomorrow and now that we're talking about this I'm like oh I have so much preparing to do. It's gonna be so hot. It's gonna gonna be 84 but I haven't been in the city in the summer. Yeah. 
a whole a very long time. What's the humidity? I don't know. It's, I know it's going to be a high of 84. I'm purposely not going out on Saturday because it's supposed to be thunder showers. I don't want to deal with that. Yeah, I don't blame you. Um, I can only see for today. Today it was 38%. That's not bad. So it probably won't be too terrible, hopefully. Yeah. It's not um, so much the heat, it's the humidity that kills you. Correct. Yeah. But I also have, like, fancy dry what is it, dry fit shorts mm-hmm. and make those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would because it's just it just gets disgusting. But if there's like a nice breeze going, it's it's pleasant. Like I went out this morning and I was like, ooh, it's actually a little chilly today. It was. It was cold this morning. That's what the beauty of living in the New York, New Jersey area. You just you never know what you're gonna get. You never know what the weather's gonna be like. Bring all the layers. You got to be ready for everything. It's going to be a little chilly, but then it's going to be humid and hot. It's really true. So what did you eat? So I, like I said, I was at my mom and dad's house. So I was watching it with them. And my mother is a Weight Watchers lady. She has been on Weight Watchers probably like on and off, like just throughout my life. Like I remember being a very young kid going to a Weight Watchers uh, meeting with her. So she stocks the fridge up with this thing called Nick's ice cream. Have you heard of this? Yes. It's like a low-cal ice cream. So, but like the woman's on Weight Watchers, but she has a major sweet tooth. So we had Nick's ice cream. I had mint chocolate chip, but it had little brownie pieces in it. It was very, very good. Okay. What did, I do you, that. what did you have? I ended up having some lunch with this. Okay. So I had a sausage and kale bowl. Nice. Did you make it yourself or did you order I did. it? Yeah. So I chopped up the sausage mm-hmm. and I cooked, you wouldn't like this, but I cooked the kale in sriracha oil. Interesting. Yeah. And then I threw like... Just a teeny bit of Himalaya salt on it because the sausage is pretty salty. I um, see. I don't mind sriracha. I like sriracha. Really? Yeah. It has a it has a big kick to it. I'm shocked. You I don't know. like buffalo sauce, but you like sriracha. <laughs> it's finally digesting. It took you a while to digest that information. Wait a minute. How? How does that correlate? I don't know, Christina. I don't know why my brain does this, but it's just that's just how I operate. Well, we don't have enough time on this podcast to, <laughs> to unpack my problems. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh my goodness. I also had a hum peach tea kombucha. Ooh, very yeah. nice. It's very good. It's zero sugar. I've, they make zero sugar one. I've um I've seen that. It's like H U M, but the U is um like a little fist, or it's like a little hand. Maybe. Or am I thinking of something different? I don't know. It's it's just H U M M M or something like that. Yeah. I mean, they're the ones that also make the whole thirty approved kombucha. Yes, I do. Yeah. I do know that. So this is not that one, but it's another one that has like no sugar in it. I do like kombucha. Same. I really enjoy it, but I try to find ones that don't. So like Dave makes it. So I know that like you need the, you need some sort of sugar to like 
make the bacteria Mm -hmm. but a lot of these other ones like add more sugar in it after the bacteria is made yeah so there's like a ton of sugar in it but there's a lot of them like the synergy brand i think Mm -hmm. they use like fruit they use like kiwi juice oh interesting instead of sugar yeah so it's like natural sugar cool yeah so what was your expectation versus reality? So on our Instagram, if you've been following us for a while on Instagram, hey, it's two girls. Um, I posted when as soon as the trailer came out, I posted this to our Instagram story and I was like, oh, my God, this is coming. This looks great. Um, I was pumped. Then I almost forgot about it. Then I remembered it was coming in June and I was like, Christina, Christina, we need to alter this June schedule because uh, we need to do In the Heights. It's coming out and we got to do it immediately when it, once it comes out. So we threw it on there. And honestly, I feel like it lived up to the hype because it has it has been hyped up. And I saw like commercials for it and everything. It's been very, very well advertised. But I do feel like it lived up to the hype. I thought it was a great movie. I, I, it definitely uh, touched me, and I thought that the musical numbers were great. I was very, very pleased with this movie. So, I'm going to, yeah, I agree with you, and I don't know if you know. So, I think we talked about this before, but In the Heights back in 2007, 2008, when it came out, it won the Tony Award. Well, I think it won, more, I don't know how many it won, but I know it won for Best Musical. Mm-hmm. And then it was gone. It was yeah. taken off Broadway. Yeah. And yeah, we did talk about this before because um, when we had mentioned Hamilton, mm-hmm. Lynn Manuel Miranda was interviewed and he was like, well, people are buying tickets to see Hamilton. So, like, within the Heights, we had, like, an, you know, there was, like, you know, people, we won, but, like, not enough tickets were bought, but, like, people are buying tickets, so that's good enough. Yeah. And then Hamilton, like, swept the Tonys, too. But I really feel like this movie, this musical needed to be released, like, now. Yeah. I think that Lin-Manuel Miranda, once again, was way ahead of his time and released this 12, however many, 12 years ago, was it? Math, you know, whatever. Especially at 10 o'clock at night. I know. Um, a long time ago and I don't think that it was as well received because I think that this whole this was like so ahead of our time and like right now I feel like you know re-releasing it I'm really interested to see I know it's only been out for a little while but I'm really interested to see how much money will be made from it being released in just like over a decade later yeah um, yeah, I don't know how much money it grossed in its, like, first week it came out. I think it was, like, $11 million. That That low? Well, that's what IMDb said, but I could be wrong. And also, I checked it before the first full week. Like, tonight would be the first full week, right? Okay, yeah, in the Heights uh, gross. Let's see. So, while you're looking that up, though, I will go into my expectation versus reality. And I'm making a call back to an earlier episode when I had no idea what the hell I was talking about. And I assumed that this was more of a, an even more modern version of 
Romeo and Juliet West Side Story. Mm-hmm. And oh my goodness, was I so wrong. I thought they were just going to modernize West Side Story even more with a change of music and like cell phones and like texting and like more like millennial stuff. Yeah. But like, I so very much missed the mark on this one. Yeah. 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 Definitely not Romeo and Juliet at all. No. no, even though there was a love story, it still didn't have that vibe. You got two love stories. Two, like, couple love stories, but then you also have so many other love stories, like the love that Abuela gave to her community and the family. You have uh, Rosario uh, and his daughter, that love. You, so, so many love stories. Too many to count. Lots of love. Lots of love. All right, I actually, I'm sorry, did you have any more? Uh, oh, you're good. Go ahead. So I actually had two IRL moments. Okay. So the first one is um, Vanessa is, like, in the bodega, and she gives, uh, Usnavi has a stain on his shirt, and he she, like, rubs it out with a tie-to-go pen, and she gives him the tie-to-go pen. I always have a tie-to-go pen on me. Always. I need to because I'm that type of person and like I also don't want to ruin my clothes but tied to go pens excellent excellent thing to have and also great just way to go tied for making the tied to go pen great thing <laughs> not sponsored not sponsored but good on you tied um the next thing is is like early on in the movie he steps in gum on the street which <laughs> I've stepped in a lot worse than gum on the streets of Manhattan. One time I was literally walking down 7th Avenue and I slipped on a banana peel. <laughs> it, what do you what do you live in Mario Kart? <laughs> I have no clue how it happened, but Wait. I was walking down 7th <laughs> Avenue and when okay, and when I say I was walking down 7th Avenue, when it was like a nighttime commute you don't walk in the sidewalk because the sidewalk is for the tourists. So you walk in like the bike lane. So I'm walking in the bike lane or the bus lane, literally on Seventh Avenue, and I literally slipped on a banana peel. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I didn't fall, but I, I like slid. I was like, oh, and then I kept walking, and I was like, did I really just slip on a banana peel in the middle of the street? What is wrong with me? How does this happen? Am I in a Looney Tunes cartoon? If you see any upside down question marks, run. Is there going to be, yeah, is like Bugs Bunny going to put, no, the Roadrunner going to put out a circle right in front of me and I'm going to fall down? We are talking about two different things here, but it's okay because the point that we're making is very similar. (laughs) But just, yes, I cannot believe that I slipped on a banana peel. It's still to this, this happened years ago, still to this day. I'm just, I can't believe that happened to me. Oh, God. <laughs> I just want to point out when Sunny was in the bodega, when Vanessa came in and was talking to um, Usnavi, I think it was the same situation with the Tide to go pen. And Sunny is so invested in the conversation and the interaction that's about to happen that he like bites into a chip. And then, like, can't finish it and puts it right back in the bag. Now, I'm not saying that I would ever do that. 
Like I'm not going to put a half eaten chip back in a bag, but I will tell you that every once in a while, something is so interesting to me that I can't be bothered with the sound of my own chewing to distract <laughs> me from what I'm <laughs> So um, potato chips, you're going to have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So I did look it up. They made $12 million in the first week. Okay, so a little bit more than, okay. Yeah. Well, that's it. We did it all. We did it all, everyone. Thank you very much for for listening. If you liked In the Heights, let us know. If you're wanting to have us do something else, let us know. Um, at Hey, It's Two Girls on Instagram and Twitter. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at ClassicStina. Danielle's on Instagram at Danielle Kobianki. Send us an email with suggestions for shows, TV, beer, and reviews at twogirlswatchtv at gmail.com. Two is spelled out T-W-O. Check out the blog Beer Coffee Donuts and the YouTube channel Two Girls Drink Beer. We just did a seltzer. A seltzer. Our second seltzer. The seltzer. The selling seltzers. (laughs) Um, I just told my like 70 year old mother what that was she had no clue chocolate oh I remember chocolate sweet chocolate I always hated chocolate she thought it was I always hated it she actually found it pretty funny which is very surprising she does not like cartoons (laughs) the woman's never seen Shrek okay we can't talk about this anymore (laughs) what a great place to end all right and on that note everyone enjoy the rest of your weekend Bye. Bye.